Welcome to Mundane Magic. I'm Nicole Heady, your host and no-nonsense lover of all things true. That's good. Welcome to episode 26. Today I would love for us, for you, to explore what your life could be like without labels and attachments to who you think you are, who you think you should be, how you think you should act, what you think you should be doing. We tend to go through lives attaching ourselves and placing ourselves in all of these boxes, but the nature of life is to constantly change. So when we decide to become pure awareness of this beautiful fluctuating nature of human existence, that's where life becomes really exciting. The nature of life is constant fluctuation, constant change, constant movement, constant newness and excitement and surprise and a whole differentness as we go about life. But what our brains as human beings like to do is we love to put certain things, experiences, situations, stories, we tell ourselves into boxes of essentially who we are. This is Nicole, according to how I act or how I've acted in the past, what people have said about me, how I see myself through the stories I tell myself from the stories that I've experienced throughout my life, that becomes Nicole as an example. But then what we do is we attach, we we get stuck to this notion of who we think we are, but then as the natural evolution of life starts happening and as we evolve and change and grow or just become a different person, which is normal and which we should be doing as the years go by, we tend to get stuck and fearful and afraid and we don't know how to pass through the natural transition of the next phase or stage of our life, of our development, of our lesson, and just grow, essentially. So what we end up doing is holding ourselves captive to a notion of who we think we are, or who we think somebody else is or should be, because we do this to ourselves as well as everybody else, and other people unintentionally do it to us too, as well as they do to themselves. So by labeling each other and by saying that so-and-so is that way, that's who she is, Nicole is this way, that is who she is, this is what she does, here's how she acts and here's what she would not do, tends to completely limit us and hold us back severely from our highest potential and what we could be capable of doing if we would just decide to let go of everything that we think we are or should be and just become the pure awareness that becomes the magic, the pure awareness of life and of who we are right now, but to keep the wise truth in our minds at all times that we're constantly changing and constantly evolving. And if we decide day after day, moment after moment, to operate in this way and from this space, we would experience life in a whole different way and we would not be stuck or attached to old labels which should have been thrown away a long time ago and we'll experience the beauty and the wonder of what it means to really be this fluctuating, growing, ever-expanding human being. This opens up the path for incredible self-creation. 
moment by moment, instead of boxing and limiting ourselves into creation according to a certain step-by-step plan or according to who we are or who we think we are or the plans that we set up for ourselves according to what we think we're capable of or what we think we're not capable of. And so it goes. So if you see, it's clear and plain in sight that we limit ourselves by putting these labels and attachments onto our infinite beings. So the magic in what I'm speaking about over here is just that effort and not even effort. It's no effort because it's release. It becomes effort and hard work by attaching all of these labels. But when we release all of these labels, the effort drops away and it becomes beautifully easy and very exciting to become pure curiosity and just be constantly aware through every moment, hour, day, week, month, and year of our lives of what we're doing and who we are in any given moment without telling ourselves that something is or isn't okay or is or isn't us or is or isn't that person. Without judgment, with a pure open mind, And as I mentioned, pure, pure curiosity to go, wow, what would I, let's see what I do in this situation. Let's see, instead of trying to predict what we may experience at a certain event a month from now or how we could or could never do something that a friend of ours is busy doing right now or how we would never travel the world by ourselves or how we could never do public speaking because it's just not within our personality, makeup and all of this stuff. We just limit ourselves so much. But we forget that we're constantly changing, learning, growing, developing, picking up new traits, losing and letting go of old ones. We're just constantly shifting. And this is why you hear so often this phrase, I can't believe that, I'm going to just throw a random name out here right now. I can't believe that Jason did that. Did you hear what Jason did? I never ever thought he would have done something like that. We're all so shocked. It's so unlike him. Or maybe... You say it about yourself. I cannot believe I did I did that. It was so unlike me. I cannot believe what I said. I cannot believe how I acted. I'm so surprised. I never thought I would ever be capable of doing something like that. Or we just say, you know, oh my goodness, look at what that person is doing. I would never, ever do that. Can you imagine? And we judge and we label. But I can tell you one thing for sure. You have said that phrase so many times in your life. Definitely about yourself, but more so about others, because we just like to look outside of ourselves and we like to judge. We've all heard people say this about themselves, and we've all heard people say this about other people, and we've all said this about ourselves, and we say it about other people too. And this is the pure evidence that we're operating from a place of judgment and labeling and boxing and limitation, which is why we're so often shocked and surprised and just flabbergasted by the nature of change. Why are we caught off guard and surprised by a natural process, by a natural evolution in the changing of a person, in the fact that, in the truth of the fact that people are changing and what somebody was like five years ago 
they've got a very, very high chance. In fact, I believe they always will be, if not in a small way, in a big way, a completely different person. They'll still be who they are, but a lot of their mannerisms and even the way that they think and see the world, what they believe, what they eat, what they, even maybe how they talk or how they choose to uh, interact in society could be completely different five years later or two years later or 10 years later, whatever it may be, than it was. And we struggle to accept that or not accept that but it always tends to catch us completely by surprise where that is normal and we should be embracing and looking forward to and being excited about and encouraging and cheering on the changing nature of 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 ourselves of nature of humanity wouldn't it be wonderful don't you think if we were encouraging and cheering on our friends and loved ones and people we know in their change But what we instead do oftentimes is when we experience change, especially significant change in somebody we know, especially those closest to us, we tend to become very uncomfortable because change, for some reason, makes us scared. If you listen to your feelings and your deep emotion when you experience somebody being different to how you know them, especially if you know them very well, it becomes unsettling, doesn't it? It becomes disturbing, it becomes scary because it's almost a a loss of something that we thought that we knew, but that feeling of loss and mourning that we experience does not come from the actual process of change, it comes from our deep attachment and expectation and judgment that we make toward a certain person or situation, and then the expectation that we subconsciously have about that person, that's what causes the disappointment. It's our expectation, it's our judgment about them, it's our comfort, our habit, somewhere that we chose to, someone, or that we chose to attach to, that made us feel unstable and kind of wobbly when they no longer filled that labeling system that we had of them if you understand what I'm saying. So that is how labeling and boxing, the pure definition of who we are, takes us away from the fullest potential of becoming all that we really could become. And most importantly of all is not what we think about others, but how this affects our own personal self-growth and self-development, how this affects our own fluctuating, beautiful, changing nature of who we are as a soul and as a soul in a human body right now in this lifetime. The more labels and attachments we have on ourselves, the more fearful we become to grow, the more afraid anxious and fearful we become to accept our changes, the more hesitant we are to step into a bigger, brighter version of ourselves because we tend to get comfortable with the attachments and the habit and the knowing of who we are at a certain point in time. And um, just imagine what it would be like to go... I heard this once. I heard, well, first of all, actually... I wanted to mention this. I'm sure you've heard the saying of how, not the saying, the fact, the scientific fact of how our body cells are constantly renewing. They're renewing, they're renewing and regenerating. And every seven 
years on average. Seven to ten, they say, but mostly seven years. Every seven years, our cells regenerate, and we're basically a completely new human being. And when they say cells, when it's said cells, it's all the cells of our body, our skin, our internal cells, muscle cells, organ cells, brain cells. You know, Our cells are completely renewed, and they're renewed by the, the, the cycle of this magnificent nature, much of which we will never fully understand everything, but also from that which we eat, that which we do with our bodies, that which we consume, that which we listen to, talk about, that stuff that we feed our minds with. So think about it. We can recreate ourselves, if we would like to, by everything that we put into our bodies, physically, mentally, emotionally, verbally, auditorily. We can but also, even if we aren't consciously doing it, our bodies are constantly regenerating, cells are shifting up, cells are, cells are renewing and changing, and we are different people, mind, body, heart, and soul, and emotion. So it's the natural, beautiful nature of all things to constantly renew. And so I've started thinking lately about this notion that I once heard a speaker that I love speak about. I think it was Muji. But he was speaking about kind of going through life by just picturing your eyeballs. <laughs> picturing your two big round eyeballs in the sockets of your eyes, just floating around in this earth, in this lifetime. Kind of getting into the mind and as much as we can, just letting go of the body. It's still going to be here, but just getting the body out of our out of our mind, you know, for certain moments and all of the labels, detaching ourselves from who we think we are, what we think we should be, where, what our goals are, just completely detaching and taking moments in our days and moments in our lives to just become the pure awareness that is us. Just the pure, pure awareness without any attachment and any label, completely detached awareness and looking around us and floating throughout this earth and space with just our two eyes floating about, nothing around them, just looking and just trying really hard as we look because it is our nature to want to name and label and judge and put into a box and try and make sense of and try and explain so that we understand it's how our brains work. But it's such a beautiful practice to just attempt this, this practice of just letting your eyes be these two floating eyes that float around, label-free, judgment-free, attachment-free, just taking in things without label, just witnessing and watching and feeling and seeing what comes up while trying not to label all the while. Not an easy practice, but a beautiful one. And one that essentially, I feel, helps me at least become more open and curious and excited about where I'm going and how my body, my mind, my soul is developing, or well, my body and my mind in this body right now, and uh, what could come of me. I don't know. And the truth is, we don't know ourselves. I don't know myself. And this is, this is the beauty. We think we do. This is the whole problem. We think we do. You, you think you know yourself, and I think I know myself. And we do not know ourselves. And you do not know your spouse or your mom or your dad or your child fully, and no one knows us fully. We just cannot, because, because we're constantly changing. We can only ever know 
a certain part of, to a certain extent, of someone. Am I saying that correctly? You can only know a certain extent of somebody in a certain given time according to where they are right now in their life and their evolution, but they're constantly changing. So the key is not to attach a label or try and pin their roots down to have them stay exactly the way that they are when you know them or feel that you know them in any given time. People are constantly shifting and we don't know who they are as they transform. Even our own kids even our bestest friends, our siblings, our parents, those we know deeply. We, I don't know myself. And so to come face to face with that beautiful truth that I don't know myself, for me at least, makes me really, really excited. And I, I believe it will for you as well. It makes me really excited to go, wow, I don't know myself, which means that there is just so much opportunity here right now. There is so much opportunity. There is so much self-acceptance and curiosity and excitement. It is limitless in every sense of the word. What I'm able to do, say, become, think, create is completely limitless because I am not labeling or boxing myself. So it is just open to magic and to the moment and to the natural, beautiful evolution of what is to come next. And I love that. And then as we go about it, we will still feel emotion like surprise or shock or confusion as maybe we, we without labels, step into a new realm of ourselves or experience something new or something different that we, quote, never thought we would do, never thought we would think, never thought we would say, never thought we would become, never thought we would be interested in. All of that stuff tends to drop away and we find parts of ourselves. And then the more that we the more that we do this, the more that we realize we don't know who we are. And the more we realize that we don't know who we are, the more we realize we can become anything and everything. And that while we become that anything, it is more magical and more beautiful by not labeling it and judging it and creating expectation around it as we become it for that moment because we know with the wisdom in our hearts it's just also temporary like everything is and it's just a phase right now and that's going to change as well. But it just brings in this beautiful way to go about to live and to experience life, not by being detached in any certain moment or experience or given time, being fully present, being there, enjoying what it is that you are doing, being, thinking, wanting, desiring, going for in that moment, but understanding that you don't want to attach to that or label that or say that's who you are because that can and that will, that is going to guaranteed change you know that saying, the only constant in life is change. That's the truth. It is going to change. It's the beautiful nature of everything that is. And so to experience something without limiting ourselves by labeling and by judging and just opening up this beautiful way of acceptance. And I promise you, when that happens, because I've been doing it as much as I can, when you open your heart and you just become these floating eyes, if you will, because it's nice to give something an image or a picture or a vision, I believe. It's nice to kind of help get our minds to a certain state or to a certain understanding of something. So when you become 
those two floating eyes and just really let go of who you think you are and start discovering as you go more about who you are right now, more about what you're interested in right now, aside from what you think you should be interested in, what you want to do, what you're feeling, who you, attra- who you want to be around, who you're attracted to, meaning friend-wise or what, whatever, you know, just who the, pe- the human beings, the souls that attract you that you really want to be around. Becoming more aware of what brings you joy in any given moment, what you do want to do, what you don't want to do. You become so much more in tune with yourself, so much more honest and able to say yes and to say no when you want to because you don't believe that you should be or should not be or say or do a certain something. You just become a whole beautiful, ultimately true version of yourself as you are right now while holding on to this beautiful wisdom that in the next moment or hour or week or year, you will experience things completely differently and you're excited about that. Isn't that so beautiful? All right, so I encourage you to have fun with this and experiment with just operating from that part of yourself that chooses to separate from the identity that you think you are, that you've always thought that you are, that you think you should be, and have fun with discovering in this given moment who you really are and what you are actually capable of that you do not know now and will never know now, but that you will only know in the moment if you allow yourself to be open enough to experience yourself in in the moment. And really just embrace the beauty of, of being in your body right now, of opening up to all of the magic that is going to come when you open your mind and open your heart and open your soul to the beautiful fluctuating nature of nature. And just enjoy being two little eyes floating through space in as many moments as you can. Thank you so much for listening in to at my virtual campfire. You know I love and appreciate you so much and um, I've had a really good break myself actually. The last three weeks I haven't even been near the microphone, just really having some time to rediscover myself in this given moment and figure out what moves me, what doesn't move me, what I'm wanting right now, what's what I'm gravitating toward, what's calling me, what's not calling me and pushing me away, you know, just having a break and refueling my mind and questioning all sorts of notions which I love to question like life and death and suffering and the point of it all and animals, beautiful, beautiful Dear animals, our most amazing teachers and lovers and friends that we have on this earth, I'm so grateful for them and they've really played, kitty cats in particular, cats have played a huge part in just myself seeking the last month. Anyway, I send you all love. I look forward to you being back on the mic and sharing some wonderful stuff with you and I'll chat to you again very soon. If you love what you heard, please do leave a wonderful review and share with all of your friends and family and anybody who you feel may benefit from from this loving wisdom. And I thank you from my heart. See you soon. Bye.